another show of don't get this twisted i am rob along with my co-host as always tina how are you doing tina i'm good rob i had a really good time the other day doing our last recording of our podcast with the comedian uh, big adrian lopez yes it was quite interesting and uh, a good old laughable time oh man you guys were too much and then even off camera what are off the recording <laughs> Oh, you mm-hmm. guys were fun. We we need to do that again. That was a really good episode. And for those of you that didn't listen to, you should tune into that episode uh, with Big Big Adrian Lopez on uh, on Laugh Big. He he is funny, and he's got a couple dates coming up. And you might want to go check him out. He's going to be uh, May 29th at Costa Mesa Costa Mesa Milano Club, and on June 25th at Fountain Valley Milano Club. Um, if you want to check them out, you should go to laugh big on Facebook or Instagram at big daddy L seven one four, but definitely check it out. Big Adrian Lopez. Yes. And that will be episode 39. So if you're looking it up on, uh, all of our, uh, different places to listen, that's, uh, it, w- it was so much fun because it was just a lighthearted conversation and funny and he he's a kick <laughs> you guys oh, together oh, were really yeah. funny i liked listening to the two of you yeah i think off air we were even more you know yeah i think i think the next time we'll have him on we'll definitely uh be able to push the envelope a little more now that we know each other and we know what we can kind of get away with yeah, and thankful For he sure. said he would come on again. He really enjoyed being with us. So, yeah, I, and I think you, that we're, you know, if we bring him on, we can bring him on with different subjects, not having to just talk about himself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Although I he think didn't that do too some... bad with that. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, not at all. He's not hilarious. At all. Yeah, good time. Th- Thankfully, we gave him a little rope so he could hang himself with it. <laughs> no. It you was I mean? it was fun. So much fun. But tonight sure. we have we have an interesting episode. Yes, an interesting episode. We're going to talk about when you fall for a friend because I think those mm. are uh, those are interesting times. I've I've been down that road and. I know other people who have, and I think it's uh, it's one of those things where you have to tread lightly because, you know, when they're such a good friend, you just never know where that's going to kind of lead. It can it can lead to a really bad situation or it can maybe lead to something different. I don't know if you really need to tread lightly. If they're your friend and you want to try something more, you should be able to get back to that friendship, I think. I mean... Yeah, if I mean, obviously, friend, you should be able to get there. I guess it all matters, like what happens during that relationship. Well, because, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, there's there's reasons to cut ties with people, and then there's reasons not to. I guess mm-hmm. it really all matters how that goes. Because I've known people who ended up getting with friends um, through other friends, so they were. They were all in like a little click together. And it was like this guy came with a friend of mine or uh, he came with me and she came with another friend of hers and nobody knew her 
except they knew my friend. And then they ended up together and it turned into this really, it turned, it was great in the beginning. <laughs> Isn't uh, yeah. And then not so much. It kind of went south, you know, and then, then it becomes a very interesting thing when you're hanging out because the girl, mm-hmm. the other girl was, was someone that I was hanging out with or dating. So it became like, Ooh. well, you can't bring him and you can't bring her if we're going to do this. Yeah. So it, you really kind of have to be careful with that as well, because you start messing around with much bigger friendships and much, you know, all these different components where, you know, you, you never know. So I, I think I, I that those are things. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's a risk anyway. When you start dating anyone, it's always a risk. No matter what you do, you could you could date somebody and and learn everything there is to learn about them or you could just be cool sit around with them and get to know them as you get to know them. But nonetheless, like if you're if you're dating somebody, it, and it doesn't matter who it is, all that has to just kind of wash, you know, wash out. You do, you don't, even if it is a friend, you still need to treat it like it's a new relationship and, and nobody knows how it's going to end up. No, that's true. Um, I, I just think that it, and it all matters, like it all matters how many years as well. I mean, there's when, if you've been friends for a, two years or three years, yes, I think that there's something that you don't have to worry much about. Cause you're right. You're still dating. Because that you really don't know that person. Um, you know, at our age, you might end up dating somebody that you've known for 20 years. And and that friendship might be very, very much a friendship. And taking it to another level could have massive repercussions. But at least really, that's what I think. It, should it if you're friends? I don't know. Like, I mean, no, I, it shouldn't. I give but my friends a lot more leeway than I give somebody that's just barely coming into the picture because I know them. You know, I know where where they're. Yeah, where they're. Uh, at. No, I think you're. That's a good. That is a good point because you might have heard things from them about other relationships, <laughs> so you kind yeah, of have the inside or track. It. Or seen it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about it that way. Yeah, yeah, you do. You kind of have the inside track and you kind of know that it, it, if you're getting damaged goods, you kind of already know it. You should totally know it. If they're your friend, yeah. like, come on, especially after no, that, 20 years, 20 years is a long time. Yeah, yeah. And and we're generally who we are. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you can't change because I don't I I'm not a proponent of that saying that, oh, you can't change. It's like, nah, I disagree with that. I think we change for who we want. That, I think, I think every that, person kind of influences growth in your life. And so it's inevitable that things are going to not stay the same. You know, you certain people bring out certain characteristics in all of us. And when you're dating them there, that's going to be intensified. Yeah. Am I boring Um, you, Rob? (laughs) No, I just, uh, you know, jet lag. I'm still, I'm still trying to to get past that. (laughs) Um, 
No, but but I um I agree. I and I and I don't mean change as in look, we're all willing to go an extra mile for the person that we think it's right for. Mm-hmm. And and I and I don't mean change overly because then you're just not being yourself. Right. And I and and I think that there's danger in that as well. Like you can't not be you. Mm-hmm. I just think that that each side has to kind of look at the reality of, you know, <laughs> with any relationship. But I think on something that's much larger, like friends that you've been friends with for years. You have to look at the shittiest thing there is. And are you willing to be OK with that? Well, and, and I think that's with any relationship. But I think this because, again, like. We're not going to change like we are who we are and you either like us for who we are or again, you, you, you might be better off just friends. But but you I think that you definitely have to try that if you, you know, look, we, we both know that. You know, you know, this person and you're like, yeah, and this, 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 this and this about him. And you're like, well, you know, and, and it, it's not. It shouldn't be like, well, I'll be okay with that. It's like, no, that's who they are. And I love them either way. Mm-hmm. And, and I won't overlook it, but I have to understand that that's who they are mm-hmm. because we all have that. And like I said, as you get older, <laughs> I think there's much more that comes with that. Well, I yeah, mean, to me, everybody's got come on. Everybody's got a past by our age. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's perfect. Like I, I remembered when I was a teenager and dating and it was all about somebody being perfect and how, you know, it would meet this certain criteria. This person would. And now that I'm older and dating again, the criteria is so different. And the criteria is is just do I get along with you? Or are we going to have a good time? Like, can, what yeah. did you say? Hurt me? No. Do you have a heartbeat? Oh, do you have a heartbeat? <laughs> right. I thought you said hurt you're me. Like, I'm like, whoa, you're taking this somewhere else. <laughs> it's but like no, the first I thing think... you do is you walk up and put your fingers on their neck to see if there's a pulse. Okay, <laughs> we're we're halfway there. If I got to question that, I don't need to be there. <laughs> but no, I I <laughs> I just feel like as we get older. I think your criteria or what you're looking for or what you need in your life is way different than it was when you're younger. And if you've known somebody for that whole time, by this point, you should be able to just deal with it. You know, everybody's got a past. Yeah. I, you know, there's a, there's a, uh, have you ever seen the play Rent or the Mm -hmm. musical? Mm -hmm. There's a great line in that. And I think that every single person who listens to this should take these words to heart there's a line in that that says i'm only looking for baggage that matches mine Mm. because we all have a shit ton of baggage it's okay i'm just looking for a matching set you know what i mean like you can bring it along with you just understand that we all have it and um and some of it's worth fighting for or worth going forward with so I I just think that, uh, you know, it's a very it's a touchy subject because obviously there's a lot to lose, I think, you know, or you could, uh, you know, potentially lose a friend if if it goes sideways. Now, hopefully 
you're in a place with this person that you can go and say, look, you know, I'm I'm willing to do this, this and this because I know that it, it's worth something long run. Um, or again, it's better off saying, look, we may be better friends. Um, but I also think that there has to be some time put into that. If you if you stumble a couple of times and they're like, I, I, I can't do this. I think you have to be careful with that because we're also in a place where regret is a scary thing. I, I, I do my best these days to not regret anything. Like, I don't know. For I, me, I, for me, it's like I want to make all the mistakes I'm going to make in my life because at the end of my life, if I'm sitting on my deathbed, it's what I'm going to regret is what I didn't do, what I didn't try, what I didn't even, you know, even to, to see your failures. I think that that's what living is. I, the regret shit I say jump off the bridge, just do it, figure it out. Like, yeah. Well, and, and again, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't want to live with regret anymore because mm-hmm. I, I think I, I regret. I, I take that. Let, let me rephrase that. I don't regret things, but I look back on things I didn't do and kind of go. Yes. Ah, I, I kind of missed that. And I missed this and I missed that. Um, I wouldn't say I regret it because I think where I'm at here right now is for a reason. Mm -hmm. And that means chasing this girl and chasing this girl and doing this with this one and not doing this one and having getting married and getting divorced and moving to this place and then moving to this place, whatever. All these little steps have have still cemented me into where I'm at right now Mm -hmm. and where I'm at is where I'm supposed to be. Exactly. Um, But I definitely think that I'm not going to be that person who goes, "Mm, maybe I shouldn't do this. Because I thought because for a long, long time, teen, I was I sat back and was like, yeah, I can't do that. No, I can't do that because I don't want to fuck this up or I don't want to do this or, you know, this. And it's like, no, (laughs) you know, I mean. I picked up my life after my divorce and was like, boom, move to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like you did literally and to the point where my ex-wife got mad at me. She was like, you were never willing to do this before. And now you're willing to. It's like, yeah, you know, I mean, it, you, you do live and learn. I think we all live and learn. Um, then I moved and I lived in Camarillo and I did that for, you know, eight years. Great time. Great roommate. When it was time to move again, though, it was time to move for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Like it was just time for me to be my own man again and kind of do whatever I'm doing. So but I'm definitely I'm I'm also at a time now where I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just pick up all my shit and move again. Because what's the worst thing that can happen? You have to come back. That's it. Yeah. It's start over again. It's like I've started over a bunch of times and. I've lived by myself a a bunch of times. So um, living by myself is also not a big deal to me. So I think that it's worth those things of, of maybe jumping in the ring with um, an old friend to try to make something romantic. Because I think that that those things are worth kind of going, look, you know, I could get on the freeway tomorrow and die in a car accident. And, And that's just reality. I mean, we, you know, it was funny when I took my trip, um, flying home from Atlanta, 
There was this crazy bitch on an airplane. And I say that with the utmost respect for bitches. For crazy bitches. <laughs> for crazy bitches. But she was like, I, I was had my head up against the up against the window, kind of closing my eyes. And she was just like, actually, it wasn't from Atlanta. It was it was going to Atlanta anyway. Um, but she's just like, oh, he's already sleeping. And, blah, blah, and I was just like, and there's this huge dude sitting next to me. And, and I lean and I kind of lean over to him and I'm like, I hope she shuts the fuck up. <laughs> and, then, and, and then and then I start reaching in my pocket and I pull out my my ear pods and the guy looks over at me and he goes that's the best choice you've made today I go yeah isn't it so he I, so he so he looks through this bag he has like a, a backpack in front of him and I see him and he pulls out headphones and both of us put these things on but before that happened I heard she must have been complaining. She was like nervous. She's like, I got to hold someone's hand, blah, blah, blah. And a guy behind him goes, hey, don't worry about it. She, he goes, you're more likely to die in a car wreck than an airplane crash. And I was like, he's right, because you yeah. are. The odds of are, But I don't you know, really think that so helps a person when they're in that situation. No, it, I, me either. It, it, me either. But like in my own head, <laughs> I was just more like. I mean, he's got a point. Like, mm -hmm. you're really kind of like not going to die. <laughs> like, it's it's really, you know. And if you do, you're one of the, you know, one in a, you know, I forgot what the odds are, but it's very it's high. high. Yeah. So. So to me, I kind of think that thing, high too. Like, low. It's very low. Low. It, they're very yeah. they're very low to die in a plane crash, but very high to die in a car accident because we're in a car more. Mm -hmm. totally makes sense so to me th those are the things that i kind of think about now where i'm just like sometimes you just got to say what the fuck sometimes like, seriously pretty much yeah. almost all the time pretty much all the time yeah <laughs> i i but I, the reason i say that is because my whole life is like fuck what are we gonna do? okay let's just do it anyway you know i, fuck I mean i think you're kind of you're kind of in that ballpark you know what i mean where like what would you do do you think you would date an old friend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, no, I, I, I'm just wondering because like because I like like a high school friend. I don't like an old friend. Like I'm not talking like a friend from five years ago. I'm talking somebody that literally 20 yeah, I years think I ago would date. I, I have 30 years ago. Several. I have several uh, male friends from way, way back and. There's several that are, you know, we get along so well and everything. If they wanted to date, I'd, I'd check it out. I don't necessarily okay. know if we would go long term. I mean, I don't know. No, but that's, know, that's but, not the point. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. There, there was a guy that had a thing for me way back when, I don't know, I was like 17, 18 years old. I mean, he, mm -hmm. he was so annoying trying to get me to date him <laughs> that I was like, please just stop already. And and we have dated since uh, my breakup. We we uh, we dated a bit, and um, some of the best times that I had being single because you know he was my friend and he knew me, and we got to talk about old things and new things. And yeah, I don't think that um, we're not going to date anything to be together because of distance, but. Yeah, it was. I had a really good time, and it didn't mess up our our friendship. Um, if anything, I think it made it stronger. We we have a really good appreciation for each other. It wasn't a problem. Distance is a problem. 
different lifestyles well, is a problem. I, I, you know? I, yeah. Well, I, and, and I think that as well. Like, you know, we, we, I mean, I, I don't know if it, it'll be out before this show, but we, you know, we did one on long distance relationships as well. And, mm-hmm. and obviously you were like, Oh, I can't do that. Shit, yeah. Cause that's just not who you are. And, and I think long term this already, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and like I, mine was more, I could do long distance on a short term with a, with a, with goal. a, like a, with a goal, yeah. you know, cause I, I kind of talked about it on there. It's like, at some point you have to say, are you in? Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, if you're in, if you're in, then there's, once you say you're in, there's an end game. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the important part. And yeah, I, I don't think I could do a long distance relationship within the same state. That would bother me because Wouldn't like that be easier, though, because you could get to them quicker. No, but but then there's probably less of an end game. Because like once you live that life of like, oh, they live an hour and a half away, that's just how we live. You may never get to a more serious relationship because you're both OK living an hour and a half away from each other. I wouldn't if you be okay live with that either. So what I'm saying is so, but if you live six hours away or five hours away from each other by an airplane and you only get to see each other every three months, you're looking for an end game. It's either, you know, one of you are moving at some point mm-hmm. to, to make it work. So I, I think it's, it's easier to have a long distance relationship with a goal than having a long distance relationship when you know you're only an hour and a half away and you make your plans around that, but you're less likely to have this bigger goal, I think. At least that's how I see it. I don't know. I don't know because I, 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 mean, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, well, could, you could. But you know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and I think that that's positive. I, I, I did like though, when my ex traveled and he would be gone two, three weeks at a time and I didn't see him. And then he came home cause we would start to get stagnant or, or things would mm-hmm. just start to bother us about each other. And then he would leave for a while and we'd forget how we were aggravated stagnant. and mm-hmm. then things would be better. You know, we, we'd come at each other from a different perspective and kind of the, the old crap just kind of washed away because of time. Cause you know, we weren't constantly bugging each other. And so uh-huh. that part that I like that I don't mind it's, but I don't want to date anybody long distance. Yeah. I think no. you, the, the, the separation when you have separation like that, I think you get more of the reason why you're together. Mm-hmm. Right. If you have these separation periods, when they come back, you're like, oh, this is why I love the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's that's actually a really good feeling. I used to really enjoy um, the return, you know, when he would come mm-hmm. home and I'd get to see him and it was like, oh, I missed my friend, you know, and and yeah. I actually felt like that again. It wasn't like, God, this guy's got to get out of this house before I fucking kill him. Like, you know, you. I don't know. We had this routine like right before he go, it seemed like there was a blow up. And, but the blow up was getting ready, getting ready, getting ready for him to leave. And then the, the aggravation and tension would be so mm-hmm. much. We, we had to have a release of it by an argument. And then, you know, after it was over, we had time to cool down and everything was back to normal. It was, you know, that worked. But, right. 
that's that's a trip. That's not a that's not a lifestyle. Right. And, and I think that's why, like, let's say, you know, it, even with for me, like you have to have separate lives to a degree and you have mm-hmm. to have separate places in it to a yeah. degree. Like you've seen a picture of my Batman set up here, you know, like having my desk and being able to come in and edit pictures or edit uh, shows or do things for the show. I have to have that escape, Mm -hmm. but I do want my best friend when I, when we do things together and, you know, every night you're sitting by the TV or you're doing this or you're doing that. Like to me, that's important. And I think when I was younger, I had a different vision of what I wanted in a relationship. You know, now I I want a best friend. I, I want a best friend. I want somebody that I can, literally sit next to and just put my hand on their leg and they can put their head on my shoulder. And if you both fall asleep on the couch and when you wake up, you're like, Oh, okay. We, we have to go to real bed now and do your thing. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for that because I, I think that's an important thing as you get older. Like I want somebody I can talk to, whether you agree all the time is, is kind of Another an irrelevant story. thing either mm-hmm. because you're not always going to agree because like good relationships, you know, you, you don't have to be the same. You just Absolutely. have to understand your, you have to understand you're both different and be okay with them being different. I'm not always going to agree with my significant other or my best friend. I'm just not. But you should it's, at least be complimentary. I, no, I agree. Well, I think that those are the things that bring you together in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like if you're best friends or you're that tight of friends, there's a reason you're friends because you can generally talk with each other. You can basically be honest. Don't wear a mask. Do this. And you understand that like this person's bonkers is shit, but I love them to death anyway. Those are the I think those are the important things, or at least that's it is for me. You know, I see things that way. And again, now that I'm older, I, I'll, I obviously see what I want differently. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, you know, it's 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 hard because they are your friend and to make that leap it's a scary thing like because you can always say no matter what we'll be friends and that sounds great on paper (laughs) it really does but i'll tell you there's people that i don't speak to anymore after a relationship obviously obviously but if i i feel that a that a relationship that you break up with the person, if you're not constantly working to make that friendship work, it's, it's going to fade. It's not going to stay the same. Sure. You, you know, it's supposed to, you're supposed to be able to move on. Uh, sometimes like if you have kids or, or, you know, you got family things or whatever, and you're still intermingled, you have to work on that relationship. You can't not work on them and you got to kind of work on them with, with a lot of patience because it's not easy to oh, keep yeah. that sort of relationship together. It's just not. For sure. So. I mean, I think that that's, that's a, you know, kid, marriage and kids is a whole other thing. Once you're married or at, you have a certain kind of relationship. And then if you're married and have a child, it's a more difficult relationship. It's Absolutely. like blinders on. Yeah. <laughs> so, even though you're not with them romantically or, 
you know, you have a bond in that child or you have a bond in that marriage. And, you know, you can walk away from a marriage, I think, um, with no children and still, you know, be friendly, but not in their life. It'll be more like that if you if you run past somebody, you're like, oh, hey, you know, how's your new husband? How's your new life? Oh, that's got to be a weird it's hard. Feeling. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you because I did it. I've already mm-hmm. done it. I mean, I told you the one time I got I got ordained as a minister to marry my younger daughter off. So here I am. I'm up at the front. My stepdaughter is in front of me. My son is in the wedding party Mm. for the groom. Okay, I look down. It's my ex-wife with her current husband and her first husband sitting next to her and her her second husband doing the service. It was like fucking Jerry Springer. I remember just kind of standing up there going, what the fuck am I doing? But at the end of the day, it's like I don't have any resentment towards my Mm ex-wife. So I was okay with it. Her current husband's cool. Her first husband's cool. Actually had, you know, so and my daughter was there and it was about it was her day anyway. Right. So for me, I stepped back for a second. But I remember going to my son, you know, in the uh, during the uh, party, the, the reception. And we were kind of standing in the back and I just kind of leaned over to him and I was like, can you believe what's going on here right now? <laughs> and, and, and even he was like, no, but let's just have fun. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's a good point. And then here's the craziest part. I caught the garter. Then she had a second one that she had two garters on. I caught the first one and my son caught the second one. <laughs> Both oh, of us geez. caught him. And I was like, uh, so I guess we're getting married. <laughs> not. That but, didn't uh, happen. No. Well, not yet, but that doesn't mean it's not going to. But um, yeah, I, I, you know, so like to me, it's f- being friends with somebody. You can be friends after a relationship, but there's always that arm's distance. I think. Um, But if it's a if it's a best friend or someone who's really, really close, it's like, uh, you know, it's hard for me to look at it that way because I would hate to lose my best friend. But I would also hate to not have that chance to see if there's more. But again, because I know if it's your best friend, get over whatever the fuck is the problem and be friends like. No, I agree. You know, that to me is like, I have a hard time with that because I feel like my best friends should be my best friends regardless of whether we have slept together or we're going to sleep together or could in the future. Like that shouldn't be the deciding factor of whether or not we could be friends. No, I I agree. I just think that, you know, what, what there, there's always that line in the sand, you know what I mean? Of It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like sleeping with somebody who's at your work. You know, the, the, the whole part is, you know, don't shit where you eat. <laughs> so, I and I think that there's something about that with a best friend. It's like, once you cross that line of like, Hey, I like you more than this. You know, I, I don't want to lose my best friend but I also like you more than this. It's a, there's that line that you have but, to, but as friends, just be freaking honest. If, if nothing else, like 
best friends should be honest. You should be able to say what you need to say. And there should be a level of, yeah, I kind of saw it coming too. You know, because if you're, if you're really that close, yeah. don't you get it? Don't you know? You know. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. I think that, I mean, you can surprise people. <laughs> I mean. I agree. I, I, I've been in something where, where I knew that this person liked me for a long, 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 long time. And I kept keeping her at bay because I didn't want to ruin something. But I always knew that it was kind of there. Like there so was you always ruined something the opportunity there. instead. Well, I, I, I hope not, but I mean, for the, a long time. Yes, I did. Only because I was like, yeah, I, this is, this is her. It's like, I don't want to ruin that. I mean, so for me, there's, you have to be careful and I shouldn't be because my whole point in life right now is to live like you're living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, but Listen, you know, sometimes that's better, easier said than done. Right. There's, there's no guarantees in any relationship, no. whether oh, no, it be no, no. a parent child relationship or a, a, a mother how do I say that? Like a father, a husband, wife. There you go. There's no, a friend. There's no, um, yeah, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee with the person you meet at the bar. Exactly. But if you don't take the chance, it's just missed opportunity. And then you always live with, I wonder what if, I wonder what if I, what if things though, that doesn't seem fun to me at all. Like I'll, I'll switch. uh, No, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you they're not any day over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you that I kind of live that with a girl that we both know, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't see her for 20 years Mm -hmm. and then I saw her and it, that kind of that kind of closed the door for me. It was good. It was more like, I'm glad I got to see you 20 years later. So I, at least I could tell you everything I needed to tell you or, you know, whatever that ended up being for us, which I think was always good because mm-hmm. I thought I missed out on something. And and it was nice to kind of see her and close that door um, because I got to see basically where she was in life and blah, blah, blah. And I think that that did help, but um, yeah, what ifs are not good. Mm-hmm. What, what ifs will, they'll eat you alive. So, and nobody wants to have that shit. No one wants to be eaten alive to, with, you know, what, what, what's going on in life? What's there? It's like, nah, cause it, that, that, that's the kind of shit that you, that at night you don't sleep. Or you wake up or you take you know, to another relationship because you didn't give it the opportunity that you needed to give it. Yeah. You know, so you well, always take then, it around to the next one, to the next one, to the next one, instead of just yeah. dealing with what you're feeling. Yeah, because you're chasing someone that you're trying to find that in someone else and it's never mm-hmm. going to be there. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the rough part. So but I, I mean, I, I think that, you know, falling for a friend will always Will always be a, I mean, I'll, I'll date myself, but it's a floor full of Legos that you got to walk through barefooted. <laughs> you know what I mean? I Where know. it doesn't need to be that bad. I think no, that, but I think it's that there's because you, you I, to me it's just more like that that it, it can be painful to get there, but maybe it's worth it after you get past it. 
more like, you know, eh, to me, everything's worth trying. Everything is worth mm-hmm. trying because and nothing again, is written in stone know. yet. Like we're still we're still on this earth. We're still trekking away. We're still making our own choices. We're still doing our own things. Life has a weird way of taking you where you need to go. You don't have to even worry about it. You're going to get wherever it is you need to be at any given time, whether you regardless kicking and screaming or you just enjoy the ride and have a little faith. Like either way, either way, you're going to get where you want to be. I personally yeah. like to kick and scream. That's just the way I do things. But yeah, nonetheless, we still get where we need to be. And I'd say the majority of the time it wasn't where I thought I was supposed to be. Yeah, uh, I, I'm one that doesn't kick and scream, but I like to I like to knock things over and and kick things around and, and you know, <laughs> fall on my face a few times and then get back up and jog a few more feet and trip over something else and and then tell somebody, hey, you know, the, <laughs> I'm still here and then fall on my face and fuck something up again and then jump back up and keep walking. But I but I do believe that fate is fate and. I think that you mm-hmm. you can control your fate. You know, destiny is something earned, I think, that that if you don't take that chance, you'll never have that destiny. So kind of a, you know, kind of a weird way of looking at things. But I think that that's definitely where uh, life is when it comes to falling for a friend and taking something to the next level. You, you have to get to a point where, you know, you have to sit and kind of remember sometimes like where you met and where it took you. And over that long period of time, what kept bringing you back to that same person? And why is it that you ended up meeting again, 30 years later after you're married and have kids and do this or do Mm -hmm. that? It's one of those things where you just kind of have to sit back for a second and go, what the fuck, man? Maybe it's just, it was meant to be doesn't that go back to when you love somebody you never completely quit loving them like something there's something that always stays in you we talked about that in another show (laughs) we we did and i i was like yeah there's always a piece of somebody that i love that sticks with me it never completely goes away Mm -hmm. i may be able to separate from it and move on i may be able to go wow i'm glad i don't have to do that shit again i'm glad i'm only stuck with this piece left but at the same time like it doesn't go away nobody in order for love to be lost there there has to be just a huge demolition of it, you know, huge. Yeah. And I even think it has still to be killed, killed, like devastated. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and even still, you know, when you talk to somebody 10 years after the devastation, they're like, well, I wish this could have been different or, you know, we uh, could have done that more or, you know, whatever. So I don't know. I just say have, have faith and, and, you know, what's going to be is going to be. And mm-hmm. everybody's yeah. being loved and everybody's lovable in their own ways. And we just need to remember that and not be so hard on ourselves when we are single and enjoy it because it's a lot of fun, too. I think, you know, we like we said, uh, whatever show that was, I don't even remember now. But I, I think with either. people that you love that that they're everyone has a room in your head. Mm-hmm. Everyone we ever meet has a has a small room in your head 
you just have to remember to lock that door and realize that that's a memory for you to keep when you need it, but it shouldn't take you down. Right. None it's, of them should it's take a, you down. That's why you, that's why we all dream about people from our past that you might not have thought about in 20 years. And next thing you know, you wake up and you're like, I had a fucking dream about you. And people are like, why? It's like, I don't know why. Souls are put on this earth to be together though. There's, there's reasons why we're all here together and it's to learn together and to grow together and to have these experiences with each other. So if you look at it from that standpoint, the soul, you guys could go wherever you want to on this earth, but at the end of all of this, there's still an attachment. There's still something we're supposed to be learning, growing and, and helping each other through. So you got to keep yeah, that's, it in perspective. I guess, I guess that's where soulmates comes from. Ah. And when it's a soulmate, you're going to love them and let them leave you a hundred times if that's what they want. Cause truly to love somebody and have them be unconditionally loved you have to love them enough that they could love somewhere else if that's the case that's very true no i i I agree with that well here we go look where we're at crap it's already been like 41 minutes i know we're doing pretty well and and on on time we're we've been really good about that lately i like that like those er, those early shows boy they just ran amok yeah (laughs) and and now look at us all all professional like well i wouldn't say <clears throat> all professional i think you're getting there i have That's a good ways point. to go but but um we're getting better of course no i i definitely think we're getting better and let, just imagine i think by the time this show comes out we'll be at like 41 shows 40 something like that really yeah i believe so uh yeah like this will either be 40 or 41 i'm not sure yet um but yeah, I think that that's, that's so uh, crazy. you know, we're, we're doing great. We're sitting at Demi, Denny's having breakfast that first of all, we were going to do a podcast. Second of all, get to the mm-hmm. point where we're at 40, 41 episodes yeah, and doing as well as we're doing. You know, I was checking. We're still at 36 states. We're in 16 countries. We're on six of the seven continents and we're doing all right. <laughs> doing pretty, pretty good. It, it's pretty crazy that you can say we're worldwide. We are worldwide at that to even for me to this day, I, I look at our analytics and I look at all these little countries and it's like, and, and do, do you know who's just popping off lately? Who? The United Kingdom. Really? They're up to 20 downloads. And they, for the longest time, they were like, I want to say at like six or seven. Yeah. Okay. Well, they were, they were one for a long time and then they kind of jumped up. Now they're at 20. It's like they've passed Australia. I mean, they're they're literally wow. they're the third highest downloads behind India and the United States. So it's pretty amazing. So nice. whoever's listening in the United Kingdom, feel free thank to you. go to our Facebook and leave a message. Yes, thank you. Um, but feel free to to go to our socials and say you're from England. And um, it'd be awesome because uh, I'd love to have someone interviewed with us from that lovely continent because yeah because i love english accents so yes it would just be awesome to have somebody on here so but then i could never do an accent ever again because i'd embarrass myself having to do it in front of somebody who's actually i don't think that's a problem if you get embarrassed you would still do it (laughs) yeah that's probably true and then we can make them do a a, an american accent because that's always fun 
it's 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 always fun to hear uh, someone from England do an American accent. If they're trying to make fun of it, it's the greatest thing in the world because for some reason, people from other countries think that everyone sound like California surfers. Really? Oh, yeah. Everyone that I've seen that I know who is from there and I go, hey, dude, do an American accent. They're like, yeah, bro. It's like uh, (laughs) everyone's everyone's not like that. But Unfortunately, where we live. I said, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I I can. It was was probably today at work. Uh, Why why don't you give them the? Why don't you give them the numbers and where to listen to us? The numbers. I'm just joking. That was just me talking with you. So you (laughs) could find us on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Outcast, Player FM, Facebook, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your iPod or your (laughs) your podcast. Yeah, or your iPod. Your iPods. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, you could you could check out our (laughs) Facebook page at DGT Twisted, or you could get us at Twitter or Instagram at DGTT. Uh, We're doing really good, guys. So keep listening, and thank you so much for being a part of our little world here. And if you would like to get in contact with us, please do so. We would love to hear any feedback that you have. Correct. Also, always check the show notes because it has our email address in there as well. Um, Also, we're on YouTube-ish. We'll be putting teasers on YouTube. That's what our our goal is, is to have people go there, kind of get a teaser the week before the show comes out. So you'll see a little video of us doing the show. So you can go to all those cool places that Tina just said and listen to our podcast while you're driving around town Mm -hmm. or driving yeah. to the next state you're going to. Yeah, I started or country. Uh, I I started listening to the podcast and oh. there's shows that so I really think? like. There's shows <laughs> that I really like and then there's others I'm like, "Nah, it's all right." But I yeah. think as we've gone along, we've gotten way better because those initial shows were so rough. And yeah. and again, you know, last week when I did my, when we did the podcast, I blew the introduction just because there was a lot going on and I just froze, but I, I still think they're fun. They're fun. They're fun to listen yeah, to. And- look, we're, if you're looking at us from the standpoint of a podcast, we're still an infant. Like <laughs> yes. we are, we're, we're, we're only 40 in like we're, we got a lot more in the tank and uh, there's always going to be fun things to talk about. Mm-hmm. So and uh, and more guests. I I, I think I, I like when we can have somebody on here and kind of balance who we are off of them. So again, yeah. we'd love to have anyone on. If we have a Facebook, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter, we have a YouTube. Leave a message if you want to come on here and talk shit with us. We'll be more than welcome to talk shit back. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, <laughs> and on that, you know, Tina. This is an opinion show, so don't get that it twisted. It Please feel free to to enjoy our show. And if you don't like it, keep listening because we'll probably piss you off some more. Amen. But until next week, <laughs> every Wednesday, there'll be a new episode out for my co-host, Tina, who's the bestest. Aww. I am Rob and we'll see you or you'll hear us in next a week. week. Bye, Teeters. See you.